All right. If you're one of the people who are, I don't know, follically challenged out there, uh, there's no time like the present to do something about it because once your hair is gone, it's gone you know, forever. Uh, and I know it's a sensitive subject, but uh, there is good news. It is Keeps. Keeps offers doctor-recommended, clinically proven, research-backed treatments to stop hair loss and improve hair growth. Keeps physicians will keep you uh, right with the best products uh, and treatments that can t take care of your uh, specific condition, keep your hair, I don't know, on top of your head, and uh, it will also help you regrow hair. Um, Keeps treatment plans are delivered straight to your door, about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. It doesn't get any more genius than that. And your plan comes with a full year of unlimited messaging, so you can connect with your doctor on anything, anytime. With Keeps, you get quality, expert care without visiting a doctor's office or pharmacy. Whether you're looking to prevent uh, hair loss, stimulate hair growth, just take better care of your hair, uh, Keeps has got you covered. Keeps, 50% off your first order. Go to Keeps.com slash save. It's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Keeps.com slash save. Radio show starts in just a second. to the Glenn Beck program. What a program we have lined up for you today. We're gonna start with the State Department. Yesterday, the spokesperson, uh, Ned Price, sounded like Alex Jones. Uh, and in fact, that's what a reporter said to him. It's an amazing exchange, but I want you to hear it. And I want you to listen to a couple of other things that have been happening I think we are being set up, and not by Russia. I'll explain in 60 seconds. All right, you sick, twisted freak. Let's see. Uh, our sponsor this half hour, the Tuttle Twins. They're having a great sale right now at 35% discount off of all of their books. The Tuttle Twins are things that you can read to your kids or your grandkids if they're very young. You can also um, you can also share them uh, with your uh, you know young adults in the family. Quite honestly, I've read them. I've learned from them. It, they, they cover all of the books and all of the philosophies behind freedom, the free market, and they're doing things like Hayek, which most people have not read, but we should read. This is an easy way to break it down for your kids and, quite honestly, all of us as well. Tuttle Twins books, they are a must for every home. Tuttle Twins having a great sale right now, 35% discount off of all of their books, plus they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 
Well, from Ice Station Zebra, we uh, now call in to our remote station someplace in the frozen tundra. Hello, Stu. Glenn, uh, this is a, a magical time for all of us here. Uh, you can't leave the house. <laughs> it's really we a lot have, of fun. This is, this is the craziest thing. We have probably, what, an inch on the ground? I mean, I can still legitimately, looking out my window right now, see grass. I mean, I can yeah, see the grass. So that's how yeah. much snow we have. I can see grass. Okay. And no one is going anywhere because <laughs> what happens is it it usually rains before the snow. And then that rain turns to just a solid sheet of ice. Then you get an inch of snow on top of it. And when the sun comes out, if any of it melts, it turns right into ice. And we don't have snow plows. We don't have uh, salt trucks. We have nothing. So everybody has to stay at home until... It melts and stays melted. Yeah. It's crazy. We Tomorrow's just, going to be nine, nine degrees here. We just assume at some point the weather turns around and things start melting. And if that does not occur, we're all Jack Nicholas, uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how oh, it yeah, we are. We just all are oh, frozen yeah. outside and, and just the world ends and you never hear from us again. Yeah, we're drawing straws tonight to see which child we eat first. Uh, we're not there yet, <laughs> but... Maybe next week. Um, so uh, important to make those decisions in advance, so it's not an yeah. emotional decision. Make a sober, yeah. rational decision of which child you eat in advance. Therefore, yes. you make sure you select the right one. So I will tell you that this is uh, this is an interesting time. I'm I'm guessing the governor's not getting any sleep because he's up for re-election. And if we lose power outside of a power line going down, you know, somebody hitting a pole or. The power lines, you know, loaded with ice and they snap. If it's a problem with the power plant, he's doomed. Doomed. I hadn't thought of that that perspective. That's true. I mean, the guy's in the middle of the oh, primary. He, oh, a big hit on doomed. him other than some of the COVID stuff uh, that people were worried about as well. But the big hit on him was last year, uh, right around this time when we had a big freeze and everyone's pipes burst and everyone lost power and it was a complete catastrophe. If that happens again a few weeks before the primary, ooh, geez, that's, that's going to be a whole new race. Oh, and, oh, yeah, it'll be a whole new race. And it wasn't just that, you know, the power company was having problems. We had turned down our power. Not only were there problems, but we had also gone to this new green energy and it wasn't working. And Texas is not used to not having power. We got it in like 1920, and we kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> By the way, on that, uh, and then we got to get to the show that was planned. Uh, on that, did you see that uh, the EU is throwing a huge monkey wrench into the Great Reset? They have just declared nuclear and natural gas as green energy. That's huge. Which it is. That's huge. But yes, that is huge, huge. It's Germany real... just shut, just shut their their power plant, their nuclear power plant. Just put it in mothballs. I mean, they just shut it down. They're having this huge power shortage. But you know, for ESG, they're shutting it down. Crazy. And this just shows how ridiculous the ESG situation is. This is a big reason why they, they were fighting so hard to get nuclear designated as a green power, but it didn't change. Nuclear power didn't change from day one to day two. Just the ESG masters decided suddenly it was environmentally friendly, the same with the natural gas. Now, of course, I agree with that analysis, 
But it just shows the weakness of this and how it's going to be gamed for decades to come. Oh, it'll be to the highest bidder. That's that's exactly what will happen. And by the way, if your state is working on things like this, please don't allow them just to concentrate on, you know, coal and oil and, you know, nuclear energy. Don't forget, there's an S and a G. And those ones, those will affect you just as much, perhaps even more so than getting rid of all gasoline. Uh, And that's not hyperbole. Okay, I don't know if you saw yesterday, the State Department, Ned Price is the spokesperson, he came out and uh, he said, you know, Russia has this plan to broadcast these fake videos uh, of Ukrainian forces attacking Russia uh, or Russian proxy soldiers, uh, a pretext for an invasion, and they already have bodies in body bags and they're just, they're going to film this, and it's all going to be fake, and these will all be crisis actors. Uh, that's when the AP reporter piped in. Listen to the exchange. Uh, thanks. Uh, okay, well, that's a, quite a mouthful there. Um, so you said actions such as these suggest otherwise, suggest meaning they, they suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a... What action are you talking about? One, the actions I've just pointed to. Uh, the what fact, action? What? The, the fact that Russia continues to engage uh, in disinformation well, uh, you campaigns. Know, you made an allegation that they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said, that they have engaged in this activity, well, uh, in this planning well, activity. But, but let me, let me because, because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, ago. I'm sorry, you, made, made, made what report public? If you'll let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has already well, taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence <laughs> to, to, to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they, I mean, this is like crisis actors, really? This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into now. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the, in, in the making? Matt, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know. Okay, well, where, where is it? Where, where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. No, you made a series of allegations and statements. Would you, would you like us to print it out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for that's, yourself. That's not evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> what would you like, Matt? I, I would like to see some proof that you, that, 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 that you can show that... that Matt, you have that, been that, that shows you, that 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 you, shows that the Russians are doing this. Ned, I've been doing this for. A I long know that time. was my point. As, you you as have you, know. you you have been doing this for quite a while. You know yeah. that when we declassify intelligence That's information, right. and I we do so in, in a means. In we do and so. I, and, we do so with an eye to that, protecting that sources and methods. Is not going to fall. I, I remember a lot of things. So where, where where is the declassified information other than you coming out here and saying? 
Matt, I'm sorry you don't like the format, uh, but we have it's declassified. It's not the format, wow. it's the content. I'm sorry you don't like the content. I'm sorry it's you, I'm sorry like you are doubting just... the information that is in the possession of the U.S. government. No, I... I, what I'm telling you is that this is information that's Listen available to, to us. We are making it available this to you. This is crazy. Uh, in order uh, for a couple reasons. One is to attempt to deter the Russians from going ahead with this activity. Two, in the event we're not able to do that, in the event the Russians do go ahead with this, to make it clear as day, to lay bare the fact that this has always been an attempt on the part of the Russian Federation to fabricate a pretext. Yeah, but you don't have any any evidence to back it up other than what you're saying. It's like you're saying, we think we, we, we have information that the Russians may do this, but you won't tell us what the information well, is. That, and then when, when, that, when you're that, asked... That, that is the idea behind when, deterrence, Matt. When, that is the idea behind asked, deterrence. And when it is asked, our hope that the Russians don't go forward with this. And what the information is, you say, I just gave it to you. But that, that's not what... You, you seem not to not understand... You seem not to no, understand no, no, the man, idea of deterrence. We are trying to deter the Russians from moving forward with this type of activity. Okay, so this goes on for another couple of minutes, but you get the gist here. This is um, this is Matt Lee uh, from the Associated Press. He's been at the State Department for a long time. He has seen the weapons of mass destruction bullcrap from uh, the right. Uh, as he said, he saw all the Afghanistan bullcrap from the left. And now they're coming out with this is not the way you release information. If you say we've declassified something, what you do is you redact the names and the places that would identify who gave that information to you, but you would release the information. They're not releasing any of the information. They're coming out and saying, we have, we have uh, in our possession some things. What, you don't believe the government? No, neither did George Washington, neither did Abraham Lincoln. None of us should. None of us should believe just on their word that uh they're that they're being honest about things especially in a time after 20 years of being lied to on almost every front no we don't believe and at the same time and this is why this is so important remember i told you that at the beginning of january the world economic forum met to talk about how a cyber hacking event will uh, could happen and it will be the opportunity to get out of all of our currencies they will shut down the bankings and they will also shut down any voices that are talking about it saying don't do what they're saying this is not right so this is the this is the button that they will push for the great reset is that russia because yesterday, Biden came out when they were talking about this. Biden came out and said, you know, cyber hacking, cyber hacking. Uh, Russia said they're going to go after our uh, our electricity grid, which we've all been saying that forever. We've been begging the government to protect our grid. But have they? No. They are setting up a ones and zero war with Russia. Russia being the one coming in. That's also the exact same thing that the World Economic Forum says is going to happen that will be the final trigger for the Great Reset. 
that we should not believe anybody. I don't believe Putin. I think Putin is absolutely capable of all of this stuff. But I don't believe our government either. Stop acting like we should we should just believe the government. Since when does the left just open up and believe government sources? Never in my lifetime until recently. This is a really, really dangerous um, situation. Uh, and luckily, there is at least one reporter that is doing his job, Matt Lee. I'm, I've asked our producers to see if we can get him on today. I just, I want to give him a, an award for at least being skeptical. But I'd like to hear what the usual procedure is and what the difference is uh, here. Really not good news. Back in one minute with the... Uh, Continuation of the program. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is Relief Factor. Sean wrote in recently about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I'm on my feet all day, working, working, working. I've had back issues for decades, but with Relief Factor, I'm practically pain-free now. As a laundry manager, I'm constantly moving around. Relief Factor has been tremendous benefit for my quality of life. I tell my friends and my customers about my experience with Relief Factor all the time. Thank you for turning me on to Relief Factor. Sean, thank you for trying it. Thank you for writing in. I'm glad you got your life back and you're out of pain. Relief Factor is not a drug. It was developed by doctors and it was really simple. You know, things like ibuprofen, that attacks your inflammation from one direction. There are four different ways to attack uh, inflammation. Ibuprofen never has worked for me. It's ridiculous. But everybody's like, oh, you got to take some ibuprofen. It doesn't work. Well, that's what Relief Factor knew. They're, everybody's body is different. So instead of just trying one, how about we attack it from all four sides with four different ways? That seems pretty simple to me. That's what Relief Factor did. Their three-week quick start developed just for you for $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. The hundreds of thousands of people have tried it. 70% of them find relief, and they, and they go on to order more month after month. So please, call them right now, 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF, 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. I got an email from a uh, from a senator uh, that is reading my book, and he said, "Next time, could you recommend something less blood curdling to read?" Uh, he wrote me about uh, I don't know about one a.m. Uh, in the morning. Uh, he was up reading the Great Reset, and it is a little blood curdling. But the good news is, if we educate ourselves right now. And we stand together, especially at our state level, we can stop this. And they are freaked out about it. And quite honestly, let's just say, and I don't, I'm not predicting this. I'm hoping this is not what's really happening. But did you see that, that uh, Biden yesterday going for another gr- gun grab? You know, guns have to be taken off our streets. Yeah. So and police, if we could just get police and guns off our streets. Woo! Will we be set? Um, 
But I hope this great reset thing with Russia is not uh, in the offing, but who knows? But this information will not be available to you. It will not be available to you if you don't have the book already. So please order the book. You can order it at, uh, well, you can't order it yet at Amazon, but you can order it at uh, BAM, uh, Books a Million, and also Barnes & Noble taking orders the the first shipment of, gosh, I think 150,000 books is coming in two, two or three weeks. So it should come right at, towards the end of this month. Can you just be honest with us and tell us the truth? It was Chuck Schumer, wasn't it? It was Chuck Schumer. Yeah, he's reading it and he's <laughs> good heavens, Chuck Schumer. Do you really, Glad, uh, you, yeah, have yeah. you stopped and realized like how, how civilization al- uh, altering a war with russia is and oh, yeah. the fact that like and i don't think that's like something that's you know, there sh- it certainly shouldn't happen even if they went into ukraine they're not a nato nation there's lots of different things that that could happen but we are in we have a bumbling administration that even more dangerous than their incompetence right now is their desperation they are terrified about what's coming in 2022 uh, about the entire the entire house of cards coming down and now they're in a, a battle of wills with Vladimir Putin. This guy, yeah. this guy that can't complete a freaking sentence is in the middle of this. And our well, whole country is on the line here. He already said um, under uh, Obama, he said, we're already in World War Three. The West just doesn't know it. And World War Three is going to be fought with ones and zeros. Um, they're not fooling around. We haven't protected our power grid. We haven't protected our financial systems. I mean, they could knock us back into the Stone Age pretty quickly. You know, we'd be fighting what? What are we fighting with? We're fighting with soldiers, with tanks, with that. It's ones and zeros. Meanwhile, China loves this and they're getting way ahead in AI. This is a really dangerous situation and it I mean, maybe I'm reading this wrong, but Stu, doesn't it seem like we are just antagonizing Russia? It's all, I, I'm, I'm not willing to lose our lifestyle for Ukraine. God bless Ukraine. I think we could help them. I pray for them. But I'm not willing to tube the West for Ukraine. Are you? Uh, I don't want to tube the West really under any circumstances. Um, yeah. I can understand we can help an ally, but we need to be very very careful and if i had someone who i believed was competent i'd feel differently i don't the glenn back program <sighs> valentine's day is just a couple of weeks away and genucel has a special treat you're going to love with all of your heart from now until valentine's day the brand new genucel anti-aging primer it's a gives you that radiant glow and flawless finish free with every order of genucel's most popular package Plus 60% off. It's an incredible deal, and it's something that is going to make Valentine's Day so much more special this year. Uh, you can use the same goodness that we all love. GenuCell's new primer has botanical extracts and antioxidants and all sorts of stuff that I don't really understand, but I don't know. The person you're giving the gift to is going to understand them. Uh, don't take my word for it. Here's a Serretta from uh, Tacoma, Washington. Five-star review. This primer is amazing. I put this on when my skin is dry, and it gives me an airbrushed look that makes it me not want to apply uh, anything else. I love that my face glows right through the foundation. We're talking about Instagram without even having to put the filter on. Visit GenuCell.com and enter with a special promo code BECK35. You'll get 35 bucks off at checkout. 
Uh, two weeks only, right now, GenuCell.com. The code is BECK35. Get an extra 35 bucks at checkout now. Valentine's Day is around the corner. Don't blow it, guys. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Coming up, Joe Biden saying no amendment of the Constitution is absolute. Gun bans coming. We'll tell you about it. This is the Glenn Beck program. Well, the White House got a pretty decent jobs number uh, of about almost, what, 500,000 jobs were added. You know, Barack Obama used to say created. We created 500. Created or saved. Yeah, created or saved. I love that. Mm. Um, the, 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 The White House doesn't create jobs, but especially now, I mean, when we were on the swing back from COVID under Trump, it, Donald Trump, and he, he would admit this, wasn't creating jobs. He was getting people back to work. And the same thing here. These are not created jobs. These, these are, have you seen the help wanted signs? These are jobs that people had and they've been left empty because they've been sitting at home, either because they were afraid of COVID, their state wanted them to stay home, uh, or the government was just paying them. Well, now no one's wages, and certainly not wages from the government, are keeping up with the rate of inflation. People have to go back to work. And I think also a lot of liberals are like, okay, I'm done. I'm not living like this anymore. And they're coming back to work. So that's good news, but that doesn't mean that the economy is roaring. Does anybody feel comfortable with the economy right now? Anybody? Anybody? I'm, I'm sorry. I get a lot of hands in the back from, you know, the people who, you know, run like GE and everything else. No, no, no. I mean, regular people. Anybody feel good about the economy? Those not getting money from the Federal Reserve. No hands. No hands. It's true. I mean, and, you know, you have... Hundreds of thousands of jobs they're, they're claiming. I mean, they missed these estimates in incredible ways. They are, they are saying that in December, they reported 199,000. Uh, and then they have now adjusted that to 510,000. In November, they said it was 249,000 jobs. They've now amended that to 647,000. I don't ever remember and, seeing misses hmm. that dramatic. Oh, I, I do. When a Republican is in charge... They'll say the jobs number, it's good. It's 500,000. And then uh, we had to readjust that. It was four people. It was four people. We missed it a bit. Uh, But I've never seen it go the other way like now. I've never seen them adjust up. I've always seen them adjust down. And hopefully nothing is going on. But do you believe that nothing is going on? Nobody's cooking the books? Because we're cooking the books on everything. I mean, ratatouille is in the kitchen, and he's cooking all kinds of things. There's a huge problem with trust in our institutions uh, at the very base level, and that is, of course, popping its head up here. Uh, But, I mean, you look at this, and I think you're right, Glenn. You have the money, the free money from the government is starting to run out for people. So they're you know forced to go back to work. This is these are the policies that we were encouraging a year ago, um, or more, uh, for people to get back. And I th- I do think there's something to what you said. There are a lot of moderates and even liberals who are just done. Like they they did what they they could do back in the day. They stayed home. They kept their kids home. They masked up. They got their vaccines. They did everything they were supposed to do. 
And, you know, it just seems like this is never going to end. And honestly, it won't unless it's people like that who are standing up and saying, I'm done. I'd like to believe we can do this by ourselves on, on the conservative side of the argument, but we can't. There's too many people out there. These small businesses need liberals to buy their stuff, too. And they need them to be back at work, back at the restaurants, back doing things. And I think they are finally getting so sick of the guidance they're getting from their leaders that they are rebelling. And when we have our side that's already there, I think more on principle, and their side that is now pragmatically getting there as well, mm -hmm. uh, this is going to make a big difference, I think. Yeah, and I'll, I'll take either. I mean, right now I'll take the pragmatics, you know. And by the way, we not only need liberals to buy products from small businesses, we also need the businesses run by uh, liberals. I mean, they... I think they run more than just the waterbed slash head shop. You know, uh, we we need each other. Uh, you can't cut half of the population out. By the way, have you seen what Macron is saying now? That if you don't get your vaccine, you're not even really a French citizen. And he, quote, is doing everything he can to piss those people off. Uh, wow. That's... I mean, how very Hitlerian of you. I mean, look at what's happening in our society right now. I know, you know, nobody likes the comparison to, to Germany, but I mean, <laughs> Stu, what's happening with um, the, the press alone is very much what the Germans were doing. You know, they, they took back all, they, if you had a radio, you could come in and exchange it for a German-approved radio. And that only picked up the stations that the Germans approved of. I mean, isn't that pretty much... I mean, we don't need you to go pick up a new radio. We just talk to big tech from the White House and say, cancel those voices. And that's a pretty much the same thing, just newer technology. Yeah, I mean, look, there's obviously a different scale here, but th there's a road that you don't want to go down. We talk about this yeah. often. There's a split in a road, and one road leads to these terrible fascist things that we saw back in the 30s. You don't want to take a quick drive down that road. Oh, we're only going to go a mile, and, and there's no reason to go down that road. Keeping things open is much, much better, and I think these people um, are looking at the, 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 the history of their own region and realizing this is terrible. Now, you look at this, Glenn, and a lot of these places, it's very popular. Um, it, it, I think we lose sight of that a little bit in the United States where we have a real split over this. You know, for example, in Canada, we're, we're having uh, these truckers kind of bravely go out and, and, and make a stink and, and get everybody a little upset mm -hmm. uh, in Trudeau's office. You know, the policies we're talking about there with vaccination requirements, all this, are at 80% popularity in this country. Uh, so this is not... Uh, times it's really important to be fighting not just a battle like we have where uh, there's a left and right kind of going at, at each other many of these other countries including france including australia including new zealand including canada have these policies as overwhelmingly popular people want oh, yeah. this and this is why it's so important we have our constitution i mean in a, in a period where they the democrats have all the control Time after time after time, these things Biden has tried to do have been overturned in the courts because we have that document and that foundation built on God-given rights. If we didn't well, have it, you get overwhelmed. You're seeing it all over the world. 
Unless you redefine what the Constitution is. I mean, um, Biden introduced new gun control things that said they're not going to affect anybody. In fact, let me quote, this, di- this doesn't violate anyone's Second Amendment right. There's no violation of the Second Amendment right uh, to talk like there's no amendment that's absolute. It, I mean, there's nothing that's absolute. Yeah, you know, shall not be infringed is pretty absolute, um shall not is pretty absolute um you know what the, he is talking now about pulling weapons of war off of uh, our streets and the weapon of war that he's worried about now is the glock that's the most popular handgun in america pulling the glock i don't think americans are going to take kindly to any of this, but he's pushing it through through executive orders. And this goes back to the way he's handling the Russia-Ukraine situation. There is no such thing as a minor incursion on the Second Amendment. That's not a thing. It, mm-hmm. it shall not be infringed. It is crystal clear that you can't mm-hmm. do these things. And the left keeps coming back to the well. And honestly, you could go back to Nixon. I mean, Nixon wanted to do exactly what you're talking about. He wanted to go back and take away all handguns because uh, he believed that was the right thing to do, at least uh, in, in his recordings that we found out later on. Luckily, they decided, yeah, there's no way we'd ever get away with this and the American people would reject it. Biden is either dumber than that or is more bold and maybe may both. Well, I will tell you that it's it's interesting to me that um, if you look at what our founders were fighting against, they fought against a government that said, we're going to tax you to death, that your property is not really your property. Um, we are going to uh, take away your guns and we're going to take away your printing presses and your opportunity to pimp, print f- pamphlets. And uh, we're going to quarter people into your house so we can listen to everything that your family is saying. Um, and if we find anything on you, well, then we'll arrest you. Um, there were dual laws, laws for the patriots that they would, you know, um, be nailed for. But the elites, those who were loyal to the crown, they could get away with anything. We are doing the same thing. This is a repeat This isn't the Civil War. This is a repeat of the first American war, the war for a constitution and limits on government. Uh, And remember, it was it was only about 20 percent of the population that was for that 20 percent. But they were dedicated and they did everything they could to not fight with the king. They begged him, please stop doing this. They went, they talked to him. They, I mean, they crossed the ocean, I don't know how many times. That was like a three-month journey. And they crossed it, I don't know how many times, going to beg him to talk to Parliament, please don't do this. And the elites in Parliament and the, uh, and the, and the Crown didn't see anyone but the elites in the colonies. And the elites in the colonies, generally speaking, were all for the Crown. And they didn't see that... Uh, the little people would make a difference. Well, the little people did. We didn't even have guns. We, we had pitchforks. N- nobody, nobody, they were coming with their own gun if they had one, or they would come with their pitchforks. These were farmers. These were not military guys. But I tell you, when you get 
When you start messing with moms and children, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. And that's why people are standing up against CRT and the Great Reset. They see what's coming for our children. And they see moms are being called terrorists. What? Everybody knows that's not true. You've talked about this before, Glenn, but like the Declaration of Independence is largely a large breakup letter. It's like, hey, look at all the crap you did to me. I really don't want to leave. But like, what are you doing? Like, we have to leave now. And you look at it that way, almost like a relationship. We were the abused party in that relationship for a really long time. We didn't just jump out of the boat uh, with England. We were like, hey, you know, let's try to make this work. We tried for a long time. And they kept taking advantage and advantage and advantage. And eventually we had to do something uh, about it. No one, you know, well, I don't, no one wants to get to that you know, point uh, in the United States uh, again. I mean, we're, we're hopefully long past our Revolutionary War period. Uh, but yeah. that, 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 that stance was what was important. And we created these foundations to make sure we never had to do this again. Yeah, well, I I will tell you this. Uh, I don't have any intent of seceding. Um, You know, I believe in the documents. Um, The the government is so out of control right now because they're not honoring any of those documents. And, you know, this is my country. I, I believe in the founding documents. You don't. You're putting warning labels on the founding documents. I'm not. Uh, so why should I leave? This is not a, this is not something like what was with England where we say, oh, you've abused us. We're leaving. No, you're abusing us. You're leaving. All right. Back in just a minute. Let me uh, tell you about our sponsor this half hour. Uh, it's built bar deep in the dark, thick jungle. There's a hunter stalking his prey right now. He barely makes a sound as he gently pushes wet vines to the side, looking for that clear shot as he raises his bow and his arrow, oh, so slowly. Ahead of him, in a clearing of ferns, unaware of its impending doom, is his afternoon snack. This hunter likes a lot of different kinds of snacks, but lately his wife has been telling him that he needs to slim down just a little bit, fatty fat fatso. Maybe this will get him off the, uh, uh, get her off his back. He gauges the breeze, takes careful aim, and lets the arrow fly. Direct hit. He rushes out to the clearing to claim his prize, pulling out his arrow, holding up his freshly slain built bar from the shelf. Wow. That's a weird story, isn't it? Thank goodness here in the United States, we don't have jungles, and we have them right there in the stores. They ship them to us. It's great. They'll ship them to your house. If you're looking for a low-carb, high-protein, a delicious snack, because your wife is at least thinking the same thing my wife is thinking and saying, hey, fat, fat, fatty, maybe you should lose some weight. Built Bars are made for you, and you don't have to use a weapon of war to get them. Built Bar. You go to built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order. Promo code BEC15 for 15% off now. These are delicious. Built.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. You know, our Declaration of Independence is, is one of the greatest documents ever written. And it's written, I mean... 
you can understand it so much easier if you look at it as a, a Dear George or Dear John uh, breakup uh, letter. Because it, it, it really is. It, it's just a breakup letter. It's like, Dear George, uh, man, you really don't understand me at all. Um, and this time, you know, it's you. It's not me. And uh, we just got to part ways because you don't get it. Here's who I am. I believe these things. Um, but you have fought me. And you know what? I was I thought I was in love with you for a long time. And I just put up with you not picking up your underpants and everything else. But I can't do it anymore. And look, I kept trying to talk to you about it. But you here's a long list of the things that you keep doing. Um, you know, you don't, you're, you're picking your teeth, you know, uh, while we're making love. I, I just, I can't handle that. So <laughs> see ya. We're breaking up. I'm single again. Don't call me. I'll call you. That's what the declaration of independence is. And if you look at it today, the reason why it was successful, and this is important for people to remember, you can't fight on negative. The reason why our declaration was so inspiring for the entire world is the second paragraph when we when we said, George, you don't even know who we are. We hold these things to be self-evident. Just read that paragraph past the life, liberty and pursuit of happiness and you'll see where we have gone wrong. This is the Glenn Beck program. I'm looking out the window right now in the, to the frozen tundra of Texas. And I'm thinking that it looks warmer out there than Glenn typically keeps the studio. That is, that's my reality every single day uh, doing this show. And that's why I love Grip6. Grip6 is a company that sells products so great. You'd know they were made in America, even if the company didn't tell you. They're a small business in Utah. They sell high quality made in the USA belts and socks and wallets. These are, they're going to last longer than any belt you've ever worn. The socks are super warm and not like thick. They're wool socks sourced in the United States. Everything they do is based here in the United States. And they do everything they can to give you the best product possible with a lifetime guarantee. This is a solid American company and with products you're going to love. Uh, do a favor uh, for America. Do yourself a favor. Shop American. Grip6 is as American as it gets. Right now, they're Valentine's Day sale is going on you can buy one get one 50 off that's the entire store go to grip6.com slash stew it's grip6.com slash stew don't miss it grip6.com slash stew It's Friday, so we're going to look at the biggest news of the week. We begin this half hour with Mr. Bill O'Reilly. 
in 60 seconds. All right, let me tell you about Tunneled Towers. This is a foundation that I really, really believe in. These are, these are people really doing great things. Uh, when a first responder or a military service member doesn't come home and young children are involved and left behind, Tunneled Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their families st- to stability. I don't know if you saw what um, Susan Sarandon said the other day. Normally, I don't notice, but... Um, she said that the funeral uh, for that fallen police officer in New York was fascistic. I don't even know what these people are talking about anymore. Uh, I mean, I, f- I feel like, uh, uh, what's his name uh, from The Princess Bride? You keep using that word. I, I do not think it means what you think it means. Um, this is a group of people that actually appreciate our first responders and our military. If anybody is just catastrophically injured, um, the Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, helping them live more independent lives. It's amazing what they do. And they're also doing Operation Home Base. Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. We said we were going to take care of these people. We need to. Forget about the government. Let's do it ourselves. If you just donate $11 a month, you can make a huge difference. T2, the number two, T.org. That's T2T.org. Mr. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com, the author of Killing the Mob. Uh, Welcome to the program, Bill. How are you? I'm the same, Beck. How are you feeling? (laughs) I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Are you feeling uh, so better? Bill, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, I've been okay. fine for a okay. while. We're just you're in the too, snow, so. Yeah, you're not too chilly down there? I was going to send you some earmuffs. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little weird uh, to be, you know, trapped with an inch of snow on the ground, but that's, I mean, Dallas is just <laughs> shut, down, shut down. It's yeah, crazy. When I lived in Texas, it was, uh, you know, they got two ice storms uh, a and you'd everybody be sliding around, and yeah, that's just part of the uh, landscape down there, Beck. Yeah, so, what's on your is. mind today? Well, I want to ask you what the biggest story of the week. Do you think the biggest story of the week is? Okay, so there are three of them, and you can just choose what you think your audience would like to hear about. President Biden and the police. That's number one. CNN collapsing under the weight of their corruption. Mm-hmm. That's number two. And the astonishing uh, Whoopi Goldberg situation, where she doesn't know really what happened uh, leading up <laughs> no. to the Holocaust. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty uh, okay. astonishing. I'd all like three to of them t- are important stories. So let's see if we can pack all three of them in. Let's start with uh, headline number one: Biden and the police. Okay, so uh, the big question is, why didn't President Biden come to New York City on Wednesday when the second murdered police officer had his funeral in St. Patrick's Cathedral? Can you answer that? uh, They are not for the police. Uh, Okay, but he he was asleep all day. Yeah, put yourself in uh, the Biden uh, administration and people are advising him, top advisor Jill Biden. So if you were going to come to New York to talk about violent crime and you arrive on Thursday, the day after the funeral, why would you not go Wednesday when thousands of people 
were at the funeral, you know, because, or outside. Because thousands of people might boo, jeer, or blame you. Possible, and that's not a bad explanation. But shouldn't you have the courage? And I don't think that would have happened inside St. Patrick's Cathedral. Remember, he's not going to walk around outside. He's going to mm. get a special entrance. He'll be in so the what's front the, row of the funeral. What's the answer? Here's the answer, Beck, and I'm glad you asked that question. It shows you're still on the game. <laughs> the answer is that he doesn't want to anger, as always, the progressive the left, left, which hates the police and feels that there is a, that in general law enforcement is an instrument of racial oppression so that's why he didn't come which demonstrates that president biden is a coward he didn't do the right thing he didn't honor the police officer who was murdered when he could have i think I have that's never, pretty stunning i've no, i have never seen an administration with such a tin ear and this out of step on every topic they but are it out isn't of step. a tin ear or out of step it's by design they fear the progressive left now you can speculate on why they do but there's no question they fear it if you look at the open border if you look at the equity policies by uh putting uh dividing americans into skin color and ethnicity and favoring certain groups. These are just things that never happened before in this country, ever. Yet Biden implements them, despite the disaster that unfolds when he has. What do you think uh, is going on? What what is the administration doing with Ukraine and Russia. Yesterday, that bizarre exchange from the AP reporter at the Department of State, where the Department of State is just saying, hey, we're releasing some information. Uh, They're gonna do a false flag and they're gonna use crisis actors uh, to make it look like Ukraine attacked Russia. And the guy says, wait a minute, what, what evidence do you have of that? Well, I just told you. No, you just told me that you had it. Uh, it was a bizarre exchange. What is going on? Well, first of all, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think that U.S. intel and, you know, they surveil Russia's uh, government, and they picked up conversations that that was one of the policies they're working on to provide some kind of phony excuse to go in. So I think it's true. Um, I'm not really down on the Biden administration in Ukraine right now. I mean, I think that they're doing what they should do by telling Putin they're going to wreck his economy if he invades Ukraine. That's what it comes down to. And the United States is going to lead the movement to wreck the Russian economy, and it will. And that's why Putin hasn't done it. So you don't think you don't think Putin would respond? I mean, now the White House is saying uh, you know, he's going to he's going to hack Putin. into our he's going to oh, hack yeah. into our power grid and banks and everything else. He might. The, he might. But it, look, Putin is out for Putin. He's not out for Russia. He's not out for those people. He's out for Putin. Okay. And there's a lot of danger for Putin here, personally. I mean, he's not that popular in a country where the economy is terrible, Russia. Uh, the ruble, and I know you have a lot of rubles, Peck, has lost oh, about 
40% of its value since Putin started this insanity. I mean, talk about inflation in the USA. If you got rubles, they're, le- they're worth about 40% less than they were at Christmas. So I'm not down on the Biden administration on Ukraine. I w- I'm a fair man, as you know, and I'm watching what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, let's, let's change to CNN. This <gasps> thing, this is madmen for ugly people. I mean, you know, this is crazy. I told my listeners and viewers, vast millions of people all over the world, a year ago, how corrupt this CNN operation was on every level. Right. Because I know them. I know all of them. Okay. And I know how heinous Jeff Zucker is as a human being, number one. Remember, he was he and he and Trump were buddies. And I had a journalist that called me the other day, um, and and he was actually believing all of this nonsense about the affair, and that's why uh, Zucker had to leave, which is the most ridiculous story I've ever heard. Okay, at the most, that's a two-week suspension. Okay, it's not a firing offense. But what Zucker managed to do was just corrupt the whole um, network by hating Trump, who was his buddy at one time. And the reason he did it was because he has in his uh, contract an escalator on bonus payments. That means the higher the ratings at CNN go, the more money he makes. And that's standard for for, uh, people who run networks. And he figured out early, if he hated Trump, CNN's ratings would go up. Correct? And that's what happened. So for four years, he got all those bonuses. And then we're talking multi-millions now. Okay. But what he didn't calibrate was, as soon as Trump left office, CNN lost 80% of its viewers because all they were looking for was to hate Trump. So a new company came in and bought CNN. All right. They should have let it go into receivership. Yes. And they'll take over in a few months. They didn't want any part of Zucker because they knew, A, that he ruined the network as far as credibility, news credibility is concerned, and B, that he, um, behind the scenes, and not just the Cuomo situation, I mean, that was the lighted fuse, but in all situations, this guy was doing all kinds of things that were unethical in the world of journalism. They knew that. Everybody in the business knows that. And they didn't want him, any part of him. And so they found an excuse that he's fooling around with this woman, which was just an excuse because everybody knew that back. Even so, Stu knew it. So, so, but here's the, here's the problem. Um, you know, Cuomo was going after him because they weren't going to pay the $18 million that they owed him. Or, right. you know, he thought they and owed Cuomo him. Cuomo had everything on him. Correct. And uh, so they used that. I mean, I think it's a combination of, of both of those. A- AT&T is not going to pay $18 million to Cuomo. And... Uh, and and somebody's going to have to pay or be fired because it doesn't stop with with uh, Zucker. You also well, have here's what's going to happen. Cuomo's going to have... get Chris Cuomo's going to get twelve million. Okay, I know it. I I know all this already. 
He's going to get $12 million. They're going to settle with him. No lawsuit. You shut up, Chris Cuomo. So he'll get 12 out of the 18, which he'll take, because it'll cost him 3 or $4 million to litigate it you know, for five years. Um, what's his name? Zucker. He'll get everything. He'll get his full contract paid out. Same deal. You shut up. All right. And but then there'll be when the new owners come in, Malone and Discovery, they won't have that shadow and they'll have to rebuild Beck. They should hire you back. Yeah. You, yeah, they should hire you. No, I'm not yeah, serious. Right. Why wouldn't they? You work for them. I don't know how you got. You could stand it, but you work for them. I'd, I'd hire never you. Do yeah, I'd never do it. So what do you think Discovery is going to do? Isn't CNN just... It, well, they're going to put... The Chris brand Wallace, is just tainted. Chris Wallace will put... Oh, oh, get, that's number one. Chris Wallace. And then that'll, that'll send a signal. Oh, we're back in the journalism game. Yay. Yeah. All right, so that's number one. Then they'll get Brian Williams. Okay, oh he'll go over there. So then they got Chris Wallace. They got Brian Williams. That's mm-hmm. the white white guy limit. Then they got they've reached yeah. their white guy limit. They got two, and then right. they'll hire a bunch of other people. Um, you know that are names that well, we're back in the journalism business. But is the culture really going to change over there? A little bit. A little bit. No. But not dramatically. No. The, the, the culture is way too strong over there. For I mean, you'd have to clean house. And where are you going to get the reporters? They're, I mean, you, you can't. you got to go to the tree. You, the barrel yeah, remember, of the universities remember, are horrible. There are, there are a lot of broadcast journalists floating around because everybody's cutting back. Cutting back salaries, cutting back this. I mean, CNN offered Gail King a lot of money, more money than she's making at CBS, to go and do uh, the nine o'clock slot, so they're going to throw money around at people. They'll they'll build a new roster, um, but again, it won't be any more truthful. It yeah, won't be. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm right. not um, hoping for much. Bill, um, I want to change subject. I want to touch on Whoopi, um, but I I really also want to touch on your thoughts on the Olympics start today. We'll get we'll get that from you here in just a second. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Watch him every day. He gives you all of the news without any of the spin. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Our sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. What is it like walking out that door every day knowing that you're about to face another day living with pain? I, it's hard for me to forget uh, what that was like. Um, However, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point to where I, I don't really remember it because it's been so long since I've been in that kind of pain where, I mean, my hands, especially in this cold, my hands would not have worked at all. Um, and Relief Factor changed it. I tried everything. Relief Factor was the last thing I tried, and it was the, should have been the first, it was the last thing I needed to try. Relief Factor, please, if you're living in pain, Try the three-week quick start. It's $19.95. It's a dollar a day, like a trial pack. And hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. About 70% of them go on to order it month after month. Try it for three weeks. If it's not working for you in in the three weeks in any way, it's probably not going to work for you. ReliefFactor.com. $19.95. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Or ReliefFactor.com. 
feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. So I want to make this really clear before we start this. I'm not for Whoopi Goldberg's firing for what she said. I'm, you know, you want to fire her because she's talentless or her ratings suck. That's fine. But not for an opinion, no matter how stupid <laughs> it really is. Uh, so, so, Bill. Yes. Tell me what's really going on here. Well, the, the stunning thing is that The View is under the ABC News banner. Yeah, because that is far away. I mean, if if that if the view is under ABC News, my question is, why isn't Celebrity Big Brother under ABC? (laughs) All right. They both have about the same news quotient. Right. 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 So the view and and I. Geez, I think I was on The View a dozen times when Barbara Walters mm-hmm. was in charge. You know, I was mm-hmm. over there um, promoting books. So um, you basically have ABC News sponsoring a daily hate fest because mm-hmm. that's what it is. It All is. right, Joy Behar. I mean, come on, what? She's a, getting paid by ABC News. I, I, I mean, is uh, President Xi of China not available? Right. <laughs> Come on. It's insane. So that's so, number one. So right. it's a news program. And then you have the lead anchor, Whoopi Goldberg, who I like personally. You know, I don't. Uh, she's I, been. I don't. Yeah, I understand. But for me, over the years, and I've known her for 20 years, I mean, whenever I see her, it's cordial, I kind of thing. But she doesn't know anything, Beck. No, I, I'm very well aware of that. Okay, so she's the lead anchor on an ABC News show who doesn't know anything, and then all of a sudden blurts out that the Holocaust had nothing to do with race because she believes when you use the word race, it only comprises skin color. Well, I mean, that is pretty much what the ADL had changed their definition of racism to. I mean, she was right in line with the new thing. And with well, the ADL. I, don't, I don't really care about these pressure groups and what they say. My thing is to Whoopi Goldberg, take an anthropology class on the Internet, okay? <laughs> because if you understand anthropology, and I know you do, you know what race is, how races of people develop from tribes of people when human beings became, quote-unquote, more civilized, okay? that. You've got to understand the evolution of the human being to understand race. And then there's the history component where Hitler, you know, established a fictional master race called the Aryans that was in business to eliminate the sub races, which were the Jewish people, among others. So tell me, we have one minute left, uh, Bill. Tell me. So what does this say about us? Because this is what our universities are churning out now. She was right in line with our university thought. You know, it, the educational system in America has collapsed along with law enforcement. And that's why we really need talk about CNN revamping. The United States of America needs to revamp back. You know, 
there's got to be some kind of baseline of education where we the people know certain facts and you're not going to get them from abc news and the view well i will tell you this i am not for the great reset but i wouldn't mind uh turning the computer on and off if you will and restore our factory settings that was a plug for your best-selling book right yeah (laughs) exactly right bill o'reilly from copies here back BillOReilly.com. BillOReilly.com. Thanks, Bill. Talk to you next week. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, yeah. So let me tell you about LifeLock. I don't know about you, but I'm not a big fan of um, people doing things in my name without my consent, especially if they're literally doing them in my name with my money. Uh, But that's what cyber criminals do. We live in a digital world now, and much of what makes us up as people in society is floating around in the ether. And it is vulnerable and being stolen by cyber criminals. Um, you know, Russia has buildings full of people. China has buildings full, literally skyscrapers um, uh, full of people that are only learning how to hack into uh, U.S. computers. This is why LifeLock is so important. You don't have time. I don't have the knowledge to be able to know, you know, what's floating around. And, you know, if they're putting my stuff together, I don't know. Nobody can prevent it. Nobody can uh, monitor all transactions. But LifeLock is the best guardian for you. They've been around forever, and they have a 25% discount on the first year with the promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK, save 25%. It's armor for your identity. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to Friday. Um, I wanted to get, I want to get a look uh, at the news from a couple of different people. We just had Bill O'Reilly on. Wanted to get Michael Malice on, uh, especially this week because of the the communist Olympics that are starting in China. Uh, I think he has, for, for reasons we'll explain in a minute, um, I think he probably has a unique perspective on China. Um, he is the author of the Anarchist uh, Handbook. He is... Uh, a very very funny guy. Welcome, Michael. How is how are you? I'm great. Uh, greetings from sunny Austin. Yeah, <laughs> everything's is frozen it cold? here. Is it, and there was, it is frozen. Yeah, there was no food yesterday. It became a situation. That's the one yeah. thing I miss about New York. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. We have about an inch of snow here, and all of Dallas is is shut down. All right, so Michael, yeah. I want to talk to you quickly about the Supreme Court about what's happening in the UK and France with COVID lockdowns yeah. uh, and, uh, and then China and the Olympics. So we've got about 12 minutes. So let's start with the Supreme Court. Um, sure. I mean, I don't think it's any surprise uh, that President Biden is going to fulfill uh, his campaign promise of nominating a black woman to the Supreme Court. Um, I think it's kind of going to be a wash um, in terms of the ideological makeup of the court. And I think it's going to be, and I think there's really no chance he's not going to get his nominee through because you saw Lindsey Graham has already been tripping over himself uh, regarding one of the nominees who's a, a native of South Carolina. 
talk about how wonderful she is. So if there's one thing Republicans can be counted on uh, at all times is to tell the audience how noble and honest the opposing party is. Uh, Lindsey Graham <laughs> is always first and foremost. That's their job. Van uh, yeah. Paul last week uh, had a tweet about how reporters used to be honest and used to tell the news. When? When was this? Spanish-American War? Yeah. What are you talking about? So yeah. it's always been the job, job Republicans to tell the citizens that the, the media and the left and the Democrats are good, honest people, whereas you're never going to hear that from the opposing side. And that's why the Republicans are, you know, effective pawns uh, of the media establishment. It is. It's really crazy to think that the Republicans started as the ones who bucked the entire system, isn't it? I mean, that. Oh, yeah. That right. yeah that's, that's a great point. 1856, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. uh, screw this. We're, we're going to be for abolition. Um, we're going to upend this, the peculiar institution that the South has. And now, it, it, I mean, I, it, when, when did this get bad? Like probably like 1932 when they completely got shellacked by FDR? Yeah, I, I actually I think know. they probably lost their spine after Lincoln. I mean, I think I think that was the party of Lincoln. He had a spine. Nobody, no other politician has a spine. They get into power and they like it and they keep it. You know? No, no. I don't know if you. Teddy Roosevelt certainly had a spine and was a tough cookie. So well, but he wasn't really for liberty. Yeah. No, but he was certainly tough. He had a spine. I mean, even though you know. So I don't. I don't understand. Alf Landon certainly didn't. By the time we get to 1936, so. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's just pathetic and, and embarrassing because do you do you? It's, it's, I just want to think, especially after they went to Kavanaugh, you would think right. you know this decent man who has to go on Fox and talk about when he lost his virginity, just complete humiliation. And now, and Lindsey Graham, you know, shouting and screaming, "I, I, God, I hope you don't ever get power. All y'all want is power." And now, you know, it's it's just it's 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 almost it's embarrassing. Not almost. It is embarrassing. Do you think this uh, that Americans are tired of picking people on race and this whole racist stuff? Do you see this turning? No, not at all. Um, I think oh. it's become much more ingrained in corporate America, which is where so many Americans work. Uh, oh. They right now have something called an um, ESG score, which talks yeah, yeah. about equity, environment, and, and diversity. So people go to government schools uh, and then they watch uh, corporate media and corporate entertainment uh, and they go to work in corporate America and the message everywhere is uh, diversity is important and people go home and they don't care about politics so they smile and nod and repeat this so I don't think they're getting sick of it at all I think it's getting worse but I think people who are interested in politics are getting more sick of it but that's a quite small minority how stupid were we to go to public education and expect public education to teach us not to trust the government and keep them small? I mean, it's insanity. Let me switch topics. Yeah. I want to go over to the UK sure. and Boris Johnson. Um, Boris Johnson, I think he stopped all the COVID stuff uh, because he was in trouble. And now he's in trouble because he was pulling back on the lockdowns. Are they driving him out? Is he gone? It looks like he's as close to gone as it's possible to be for a prime minister. Just a few days ago, four of his top ministers resigned. Um, he's, a, he's, the, he's the conservative Gavin Newsom. Because yeah. while Britain had these lockdowns where they made it illegal for more than two people to meet, 
which, as you know, defeated COVID forever. And there was no COVID <laughs> as a result of these moves, right? Exactly um, right. He was, ha- he was having keggers at number 10, which is the prime minister's office. Um, so this really kind of speaks, you know, people like Boris Johnson because he was a kind of outspoken. He had the crazy hair like Trump. Uh, mm-hmm. Americans kind of thought maybe he's a British Trump. He's a hardcore globalist. Um, and this, I think, is as low as it gets that when you're making it illegal for people to say goodbye to mom in the hospital or to have funerals, you're throwing a beer bash at the office. So you knew the whole time this was a bunch of crap. If you look at France, uh, Macron has come out and, you know, he said he's going to make anybody who doesn't get the vaccine, um, he's working, and these are his words, to piss them off. That would tell you that he either doesn't want to get reelected or the people of France are pretty much for all of this stuff. Oh, I, mean, I, I think we've seen this in America, what an effective way it is to create an outgroup. I mean, when you are someone who just takes your marching orders from the corporate press, when someone is defiant, this creates a psychological problem for you because now you have to make a choice. And that is something that they're desperate to avoid. There's at least two types of people. There's those who prefer safety over liberty and those who prefer liberty over safety. And in my view, as someone who's for national divorce, there's no reason for these two types to share the same system. It's perfectly Uh, valid if you want to live in your house and never leave. That's your problem, not mine. Yeah, I I think that... um... That's becoming more and more popular. I don't know how we come back together if you don't agree on the Bill of Rights. Let me let me change here quickly because I'd like your perspective. You you know have been over to North Korea. You have studied these re- repressive regimes, um, China and the Olympics. Should we be going? Well, yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's kind of. I'm thinking back to was it 1936? Jesse Owens in Berlin. Yeah. Uh, kind of giving Hitler the finger by winning all those races. Uh, I think this is really the Olympics have historically been, uh, especially since the fall of the Soviet Union, a way for China to flout its accomplishments on the world stage. So, yeah, I think we go to the belly of the beast and kick their ass and bring those gold medals (laughs) back home to the U.S. Absolutely. Right. Uh, You know, I don't know if you saw this, but the one of the stars of the U.S. ski team is now skiing for China. When are we when are we going to admit to ourselves that China is a pretty evil place with what they're doing to people? And many of our corporations are using slaves and they don't really care. When are we going to say what Reagan said? You know, the people aren't, but the system is just evil. It's just evil. And we're becoming more and more like it every day. Well, yeah, I mean, I made the point that corporate America has done a better job of introducing Maoism into the United States than the Chinese Communist Party ever has. You have these struggle sessions, which for people who don't know, during Mao's reign, you have to get up in front of your peers and denounce yourself and what you did wrong. And they gave you something that they called criticism and self-criticism. And this is exactly right now what you're doing in businesses where you have to stand up, proclaim that you're a racist, uh, defy your privilege, and then everyone has to denounce you. It's straight out of the Maoist textbook. So they're a very evil company, uh, excuse me, a country that's not even in dispute. Uh, I'm not a particular fan of the Olympics because that seems to me like this kind of comedy world government gobbledygook. Um, but yeah, they are really our number one adversarial foe. But Glenn, uh, it's going to sound like a joke. I'm much more worried about the federal government than I am about the Chinese government. 
Oh, no, I am, too. I am, too. Yeah. I think this this government, I mean, I had a very sane congressman say to me last week uh, that the FBI is the KGB. And I said, he just said it casually. And I was like, excuse me? And I said, would you say that on the air? And he's like, yeah, because it is. He said, we know. We, we're watching them. He said, we see oh. what they're doing. They are the KGB. They, they listen to all our phone calls. But here's another one. Did you know yeah. that? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. When they were torturing people in Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay, they didn't know how to do it. So they had to use KGB manuals. I didn't know that. I haven't heard. Yeah, that, that was part of that CIA, CIA report that got uncovered that, you know, made us it was like, oh, it makes us look so bad. Well, maybe we shouldn't be torturing people in these absurd ways. You know, either that. I mean, I, I am against torture. But if you're going to torture, at least admit it, have the balls to admit it. Yeah, we think it's effective. And here's why it drives me nuts that we say on our high horse, we don't torture. And A, yeah. we do. And B. If we don't, we send them to places like Egypt to torture for us. I mean, it's ridiculous. That, 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 that's ex- and here's another one. You know, I, I spoke with someone who's a former FBI or CIA. I always get them confused. And the thing was, you're not allowed to like look up, let's suppose, your ex-girlfriend's Gmail. So what they would do is they call their contact in France and say, hey, oh, yeah. can you check out yeah. this person? They send them here. So these agencies are beyond corrupt and, in my view, beyond redemption. And whatever purpose they may have served, they've gone so beyond. I mean, look what they did with Trump. Um, it's just so beyond the pale. Uh, but again, they're hand in hand with the media. So the level of outrage that's appropriate is never going to be reached or not in the near future from the population. Well, I will tell you, I think the truckers have started a, uh, God bless uh, them. a bottom class. I know a bottom up kind of. Uh, you know, middle class revolt, which is crazy because that's what Marxists always want. And they hate this one. They need to shut that. The Marxists who are now elites need to shut that down. It's crazy. And I've, I've made this point to conservatives many times. They don't care about transgender people or Muslim immigrants. Whenever the group goes against what they want, overnight they become the villain. And for decades, the labor working class, the unions, the labor was the backbone of the left. That's the name of the left-wing party in Britain is still the Labour Party. And as soon yeah. as these truckers are like, we don't want to do this, all of a sudden they're Klansmen, which to my understanding wasn't even an organization in the Canada. <laughs> Michael Malice, thank you so much. I appreciate Always it. Always a pleasure, Stay safe. Always Take a pleasure. Care. He is. He, you should follow him online. He is very, very funny. Um, uh, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is the Tuttle Twins. Let me ask you a question. You know all of these things that we're fighting daily to try to preserve in the country. The freedoms that we're desperately concerned will erode away from under the tyranny of centralized government. But how did we get here? And how are we really preserving it? If, you, if, you're, if you're fighting in your own way, but you're not teaching the principles and the values um, to your kids and to your grandkids, it doesn't have a chance of lasting that's why I want you to check out the Tuttle Twins book series. You can get them for your kids and your grandkids. You're going to learn a lot as well, honestly. It's, it's crazy. They have taken the, the, some of the greatest books on freedom and the free market, and they have boiled them down in such a way where you can read them to your you know, six, seven-year-old, and they love the stories that the Tuttle Twins uh, are you know, telling every time and searching for. Um, and it grabs your kids by the imagination. 
through uh, stories that are based on classic and very important foundational American books. Tuttle Twins. They tell the stories that will stick with your kids forever. That's the key. Tuttle Twins, having a great sale right now, 35% discount on their books, plus they're giving away the activity workbooks, no additional cost. These are a must. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane in a crazy, crazy socialist world. It is TuttleTwinsBeck.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. So the Olympics have already started. It, it, uh, there, are, there are two things that are happening in the opening ceremonies. One is what the Chinese are doing, and one is what M- NBC, how they respond to it, that will make your head explode. Um, you know, I hope you don't watch the Olympics. I hope NBC dies a quick and very expensive and painful death on this. Um, but... Here's what happened in the, in the ratings. Ceremonies. We should be clear. We're talking about the communist. We should we should be clear. I'm <laughs> um, talking about the Communist Party of China. Yes, so yes. death in the ratings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but actually, yeah. There, so the uh, the um, original or the opening ceremonies are starting up, and you know, of course, Xi has decided to pick a Uyghur to co-light the Olympic flame. Now, this is straight-out propaganda. Really the worst type of thing you could this imagine. Is like, there is a this gun is like having to every person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's like Anne Frank is, uh, you know, lighting the torch in 36. <laughs> it is. Right, and they're doing it because they want to uh, act as if they're treating the Uyghurs very well. Look, this pro- position of prominence. And it's the mm. worst case scenario from everyone who warned that they were going to go after a, a propaganda victory here because they're manipulating the people. Um, but manipulating with our assistance as Savannah Guthrie, who, while watching this spectacle of obvious propaganda, said uh, she just characterized it this way. It's an in-your-face response to those Western nations, including the U.S., who have called this Chinese treatment of that group genocide and diplomatically boycotted these games. An in-your-face response? It's propaganda. Everybody knows it's propaganda. And they're winning the propaganda war because of people like Savannah Guthrie who are helping them across the finish line. Of course they are, because NBC is NBC Universal. The Universal wants the movies in China. With a story about 56 Olympics and blood in the water, next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's going to be difficult to see this happen to me. Honestly, I don't know how we control this stuff. You're seeing the way our own our own media is now handling propaganda from the Chinese Communist Party, which would be easy to speak up against. Um, as far as uh, at least the American audience goes. Um, and then you're back here now trying to see get the American uh, media to speak up against, you know, the people they voted for. Uh, I have no idea how this is going to play out. It's going to be very, very ugly. We are in frozen Texas right now. And when I say frozen Texas, I can still see grass. There's very little snow, but there is a bunch of ice and no trucks or plows or anything to do anything about that. So we are basically all stuck in our houses right now. 
Uh, so I will bizarre. still be doing Stu Does America later on today, so uh, make sure you mm-hmm. don't miss that uh, coming up uh, a little bit uh, later on today. Yeah, and I'm going to be doing uh, my broadcast as well from home. We're going to go over the news and the clips that seconds. we have missed uh, this week. Uh, but uh, the final hour of the broadcast for the week is coming up. And uh, your chance to phone in. We're going to take some phone calls as well. 888-727-BECK. We're going to open it up just for those who are Blaze subscribers. I'm not going to tell the other audience. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You get special privileges because you're here. Elitist. Typical. Yeah. That Typical is elitism right. in action. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You got it. You got that right. Uh, so call us now, 888-727-BECK. And uh, tell us what we've missed, questions, whatever it is, is on your mind. Nightmare, the absolute nightmare that is the Winter Olympics in China begins today. And our media and our giant corporations are playing a role in this propaganda. We'll tell you all about it. And then look back at a couple of other Olympics and see if there's things there that we should learn. I think there is. We'll share in 60 seconds. If you are trying to sell your house right now, man, it is, it's tough, depending on where you are. Here in Texas, it's not hard to sell your house, but it's hard to find another one and not pay an arm and a leg. You need the best real estate agent that you can find. I, for years, didn't even know how you interview. How do you find the right real estate agent? Well, we've taken the mystery out of it at realestateagentsitrust.com. You want to buy or sell a house and get the best deal and the biggest bang for your buck, you need the right real estate agent. And we have searched the country for those real estate agents. I think we have a couple of thousand agents um, and thousands more on a waiting list, but we only take the very best of the best. And we only take a number that we can continually monitor and look at the results and talk to the people that have just bought or sold a house with them. So we send you the best person in your area, somebody with a lot of experience and integrity. You can find that for free. It's a free service to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. So, Stu, give me the story again. The Olympics have already started in in China. Uh, We'll see, obviously, the broadcast uh, if you care to watch it. I, I hope that they... Uh, NBC loses every viewer they could possibly get on this propaganda show. 
because that's exactly what it is. It started with propaganda today. Yes, it certainly did. And uh, in, in fact, instead of me telling you the story, let me just give you a, a clip of the audio. This is Savannah Guthrie describing the events at Jeez. the um, opening ceremonies today as a Uyghur uh, chosen by the Chinese Communist Party is uh, there to co-light the, the Olympic flame. Listen. Like this moment uh, is quite provocative. It's a statement from the Chinese President Xi Jinping to choose an athlete from the Uyghur minority. It is an in-your-face response to those Western nations, including the U.S., who have called this Chinese treatment of that group genocide and diplomatically boycotted these games. There will be much discussion about this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So she's wow. stating a neutral fact, which plays into um, the propaganda of it all. She doesn't, I mean, even if she wanted to, which I'm not convinced she would, um, but we'll see when she comes home, she couldn't say anything differently. And NBC wouldn't want her to because NBC is owned by NBC Universal. And they want their movies in China because we are no longer American centric at all. We've sold out. To China. Just so you know, we don't claim that this is genocide. It is genocide. We have the documents. Um, and you know what? I should bring them in on uh, Monday so you can see it. We don't have it on tape. We have a transcript that was smuggled out of China where President uh, Xi said, you know, they claim the Uyghurs are terrorists. Um, and he said in a council where they are all talking about what to do with them, it's not enough. You've got to get the mothers, the wives, and the children. All of them have to be exterminated. That's what's happening in China, and we're turning a blind eye. And by the way, they're not exterminated immediately. Um, you know, they can be sterilized, so they can't have any children. And then they can work at slave factories and make great products for us. Isn't that great? Jeez. So, I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to do in this situation. I will say it's not that, you, you know, maybe you can't say this is a disgraceful piece of propaganda. It is based on Chinese Communist Party lies and they will pay the price for this, uh, hopefully for many years to come. Maybe you can't say that because you might get murdered. I understand that. Better than her approach, honestly, would be not to mention it at all. The reason they chose a Uyghur minority is to make people believe this genocide was not occurring. You then mention it, highlight it, and do not say that uh, the, the, the facts of the matter, which is that this genocide is going on, you make it seem like it's a back and forth between warring political parties, one of which is somewhat unfair, uh, unfair, uh, unfairly uh, categorizing it as a genocide. Uh, rather just watch the flame be lit and say nothing than what she did. Yeah, um, I mean, this is, you could compare this to uh, a home for the Jews, the movie that the Germans made, um, and everybody that participated in it was uh, exterminated right after, sent to the gas chambers. It was a massive, massive lie. So this should tell us something, though. Um, Beijing... Um, the, the fact that the, the winter games are being held in Beijing just, was it four years ago, Stu, or six years? When were the, when were the other Beijing games? It wasn't that long ago. Um, and this is the first time a city has had both games ever. 
No city has ever been the host of the summer and winter games before. Um, but, I mean, hey, why not? Um, you had the Olympics. I think this is a turning point. Beijing knew the last time that they had the Olympics, the Summer Olympics. Um, it was a coming out, and China was saying, here we are. This is, this is another huge propaganda event for them. China is saying, you know, look how far we've come. You know, freedom and democracy. Is it all, is it all that? Um, look at us. We're modern. We're new. We don't oppress people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This, this Winter Olympics actually is not that, um, is not that message. That was the message of the first Beijing. This Beijing Olympics, it's a giant middle finger. Uh, and we haven't seen, we haven't seen a country that can build concentration camps, um, really since World War II, build concentration camps, say they're going to liquidate a, a minority population, and then host the Olympics. Haven't seen it. I'm going to tell you about two Olympics. We know about 36, but I don't think we learned the, the right lesson on that one. But let me start with the 56 Olympics. In October 1956, the Soviet tanks rolled into Budapest with a mission of squashing the massive Hungarian uprising against the communist government. Three weeks later, 2,500 Hungarians were dead, another 20,000 wounded, 22,000 more had been arrested, sentenced, and imprisoned, 350 had been executed. This is what communism always does. Let's not forget that. This is what communism always does. So the Olympics are coming, and the Hungarian water polo team was already in Melbourne, Australia for the Olympics when they learned of the communist assault on their countrymen. Their semifinal was against the Soviet team, and it became what was called blood-in-the-water match because fights broke out between the players who pummeled, clawed, and kicked each other throughout the game. There was the Hungarian uh, polo star, excuse me if I screw his name up, but I do that for everybody, uh, Irvin Zador. He had to leave the pool with blood pouring from his head after a player opened a gash above his right eye. It was brutal. Hungary ended up beating Soviets on to win the gold medal. And uh, Irvin Zador returned to um, his home, uh, well, with less than a um, hero's welcome because the country had changed. He defected to America, and dozens of Hungarians did the same. He never played water polo again. He died just a few years ago in 2012, and right before he died, he gave an interview, and he said, I gave all of that up to be a nobody with no marketable skills who didn't speak English at all. It wasn't an easy decision, but I hated the system 
and the Hungarian communist. I couldn't see myself going back, especially with the Russians really ticked off at me. But whatever happened in the last 55 years, there hasn't been one moment that I regretted it. Think of that. He could have gone home to a hero's welcome. They may have killed him, but he didn't know. He found a job as a lifeguard at a club in Oakland for $6 an hour plus his meals. Eventually, he went to working installing air conditioners and building furniture. Then he opened a restaurant. He ran a hotel. He operated a gun range. Through it all, though, he never stopped coaching swimmers. In fact, when parents of the Oakland pool discovered Zador had been an Olympian, they asked him to give swim lessons for his kids. One of those kids was Mark Spitz. If you're my age, you remember him as a multiple gold-winning athlete. In fact, he became the all-time most decorated Olympic athletes. Now he's one of them. For the rest of his life, he carried that scar above his right eye. He knew what was real. Now let's go to 2022, shall we? An 18-year-old American athlete named Eileen, uh, is it Goo or? Yeah, it's Goo, isn't it? G-U. She's one of the top female freestyle skiers, favorite to win three gold medals at the Beijing Olympics. She is already a professional model. She has appeared in campaigns for Louis Vuitton, Tiffany, she is uh she's just been hired to do a campaign for victoria's secrets uh or victoria's secret uh she only has one she plans to enroll at stamford this fall she's born and raised here in the united states her father is american her mother is chinese she grew up doing most of her skiing in lake tahoe this is almost a classic all-american fairy tale except for the fact that two and a half years ago, she announced on Instagram that she'll be competing for Team China. China is beside itself with this propaganda coup. She's already a superstar over there. She has multiple product endorsement deals, including one with the communist-run Bank of China. China doesn't have dual citizenship, so speculation is that Eileen may have to renounce her American citizenship to compete for China or at least cut a special deal with the Chinese government. She rarely gives interviews. She's refused to answer questions about her citizenship status, about China's human rights atrocities. But, hey, doesn't she look good in underwear? Doesn't she really look hot with that Louis Vuitton purse? If you watch the Wednesday night special this last week with Peter Schweizer, you see what's going on here. This is just another example of China's strategy of what they call in their own language, quote, elite capture of Americans. China is winning on all fronts. And Eileen is just a sign of the times. Her story is the latest exhibit of American rot that is handing the future to our enemy, an oppressive, killer regime. Now, she's not the enemy, 
And the Chinese people are not the enemy. The enemy is the Chinese Communist Party that plays for keeps. And they're playing for the whole world. And if you don't like it, they will kill you. You know, it's really pathetic. We were the country that used to be the place to escape to. People like Irvin Zador. He hated communist oppression so much. He and others willing to leave everything behind just for the chance to build a life of freedom. America was built by defectors. Every single big movement of America gaining population was because they couldn't stand it in their own country anymore because they were being pushed down. Now, we're defecting to China? This Olympics, I think, should adopt the 56 Olympics, the moniker of blood in the water, because that is exactly what's happening. American blood in the water and the Chinese sharks sense it. And a lot of that blood is there because of American elites. And make no mistake, China is the white shark that is surface that is just below the surface, circling. More in a second. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. Right now, Goldline is offering 6% free medals, promotion for qualifying IRAs. I want you to call them. Ask them how to qualify, why it might be right for you. You got to do your own homework. They're really good. They're very helpful. Uh, and you're going to like them. Tell them you're a listener of my show. Uh, the number is 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Uh, here's one of the, well, here's the reason literally of the day to call Goldline. There is something that Biden administration. why are we picking a fight with Russia? I mean, I am for Ukraine. I, I don't mind arming Ukraine. Should have done it, you know, a long time ago. But um, they are not our enemy. Russia is our enemy. But it seems as though we are pushing them. And we're just, we are just picking at the scab, almost saying, dare you not to, dare you, dare you, dare you. Uh, and I think Russia is going to go in. What does that mean? Well, the U.S. government told us that it's going to be a false flag. They also told us that, um, uh, that Russia may respond by hitting our power grid. So what are we doing on that? Russia may hack into our financial system. Gee, that sounds exactly like the story that I gave you just, uh, what, three weeks ago when the World Economic Forum was wargaming somebody like Russia hacking into our financial system and trying to collapse the Western financial system. It's weird, isn't it? I don't know if it's going to be real. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know who's going to be responsible. But if that does happen, I hope you don't have dollars. I hope you have something tangible. Please call Goldline today. The number is 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com.
10 cents station ID. Let's go to Nicole in Florida. Hello, Nicole. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for taking my call. I'm a little nervous. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you. (laughs) Listen, I received an outreach through Indeed from a company called Manpower Group, and I am currently working for a large corporation in Northeast Florida. I always check out the employers that reach out to me. This specific one is called Manpower Group, and they're a workforce company. They have recruiters all over the world and they staff. So I was looking at their information online and they have an ESG report from 2021 Mm -hmm. that they released. Just a couple of things from this I think you'll enjoy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What matters is measured and that's why we welcome greater transparency and social justice and climate action. It's why we've increased our commitment to ESG and to all our stakeholders to support common metrics and focus on people, prosperity, planet, principles of government, and international business councils, stakeholder capitalism metrics. Mm-hmm. So I did a little research. This has been out for a very long time. These metrics mm-hmm. that have been created mm-hmm. to measure ESG. Um, and the stake- stakeholder capitalism metrics cover a range of metrics from stakeholder engagement and innovation of products, service to dignity and equality and climate change. This allows businesses across industries to measure, manage and disclose their impact on these ESG factors in an effective way. Listen to this from the chairman and CEO of Manpower Group. As we emerge from the pandemic, this is our collective opportunity to act with urgency to scale bold, disruptive ideas and collaborations across business, government, and education. I'm telling wow. you, I they can't are co- thank you enough for the work that you have done and the guests mm. that you've had on. I had no idea. Okay, would you do me a favor? Can you hold on? I want to talk to you right after the break, Nicole, um, because... This will be found everywhere, probably in your own corporation. It's in, it's in not my personal, but Premier is owned by iHeart Radio, and they're part of this. Uh, so what do you do? We'll talk to Nicole again here in a second. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. You know who's not in bed with uh, the global movement of stakeholder capitalism? Patriot Mobile, they are actually doing the hard job of fighting for our constitutional rights, and they do it with their own profits. These guys are dedicated not only to giving you better and cheaper phone service, but also dedicated to preserving America, the American ideas and ideals. It's Patriot Mobile. Right now, we all have to do business with people that are not, you know, trying to thwart us every day. These giant corporations, if you can avoid them, do. This one you can. Patriot Mobile, they're on the same cell towers as all the other guys, and their service is going to be the same far as the coverage. Plus, you're going to save probably, in some cases, about half of what you pay now. And they're fighting for you. Let's start fighting for them. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Switch now. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. 
People tell me all the time they're overwhelmed. They don't feel like they can make a difference. And I'm telling you, you are the key to fixing this. When it comes to ESG and CRT, all of these things, they'll be fixed by you when people are educated and will stand up. Nicole called from Florida. We had her on just a couple of minutes ago. Nicole, when did you start figuring ESG out? Well, I mean, I've been a member of The Blaze for two years now, thank God, because mm. you guys are awesome. I love all of thank your you. shows. Um, you. And it's, you know, listening to you guys was the first time I ever discovered anything to do with ESG. And then I started doing some digging on my own and looking around, which is something that you suggest we do. And that's something that I believe in as well. Um, and now that we're through the hardest part of the pandemic, and I'm, you know, out that put myself out there in the workforce um it's kind of interesting i mean every single large corporation that i'm interested in working for or that is interested in me has something to do with this i mean and they're coming right out and they're saying things like slogans like supporting people and companies to adapt and reset i mean oh i know not even trying they're not trying to hire hide it glenn it's no i know i know they're very far along that's that's yeah, why yeah. that's why I'm so frustrated that you know we've tried local printers we have tried um, you know we're we're at a paper shortage now and getting this book crazy? out has been you know everybody goes what a great problem to have no it's not I want the no, information out you know the no, information has to be out there right because if you are an informed person and you're looking to increase your employment do something more than what you're doing now. Um, and you're not paying attention or you don't know about this stuff, then you can be swallowed up by it. And the next thing you know, you're taking classes that the companies are forcing you to take. Don't think that when you see this stuff out there on the web that they've put out their own reports, their own disclosures, that when they say reskill employees or re-educate employees, that it's not talking about some kind of form of propaganda because it is. I mean, it's yeah. real. It's, it's happening, and it's just, it's really scary. So the, most of the, the problem, crowd, the, go ahead. Go, I was just going to say, most of the younger um, candidates that are out there that are looking for positions, they don't even bat an eye at this. This doesn't no. scare them. That's why we need Scar- to have your book out there. We need people to read this. I know. So, Nicole, the, the problem is, if you're going to work for a giant corporation, odds are, they are into the Great Reset. They have already adopted ESG. If you're running a large corporation and you don't, you know, you, you just think, ah, this is just something, you know, whatever, and you don't really think about it, you don't really know what's going on, um, you know, you're going to adopt it because everybody's going to tell you we will lose all of our loans and everything else if we don't adopt this. And so some are adopting it because they feel they have to. Others are true believers, but when you look at giant corporations, odds are you are going to work for a company. I mean, again, iHeart is, you know, has all kinds of ESG stuff on their website as well. Uh, I have talked to the heads of, uh, of, of iHeart and, uh, you know, it doesn't affect me because I'm not going to allow it to affect me. They've never said anything about it. They've, you know, they've been part of this for a couple of years now. And, um, you know, I'm not going to allow it. But 
I'm also, I, and I wouldn't, the target is not the companies at this point. The target, because we are pressed for time, must be the banks. It is the bank that will have the muscle. And if the banks aren't doing ESG, there's no reason for the companies to do it. There will be no enforcement arm. It's the bank that you really need to be concerned about. Have you done anything on that, Nicole? Yes, we did. We did exactly what you suggested and consolidated our funds to a local bank, which I think is very important. A lot of farmers in the Midwest, you guys know this, if you bank with a local bank, you can get loans easier, quicker, more effectively, because those people in the local area know you and know what you're all about. So, yes, we've done that. And I agree with you. Um, I just it's just frightening to me how quickly this is happening. And I'll tell you something else. I don't mean to jump to another subject, but the Olympics will not play in my household here. Not for two seconds on my television. I will not I will not permit it. I mean, you can't. How can you allow? How can someone do that? How can someone allow that in their home if they know what they know? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I don't know if all that, all those people know what you know. I mean, we are, for instance, do you have an Apple product? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, so do I. I use Google. I know. I, you know, and they are deeply in bed. There's, there's a good shot that products you have were made by literal slaves, and we still do it. And it's the same problem that people had in America with slavery the last time, except it was being done here. You turn a blind eye because it's a good product and it's cheap and it's whatever it is. We should not be doing it, but it it's almost impossible to avoid. And all of the technology companies that are any good are leading the charge to scoop people up. I mean, when you look at Facebook and all of this, they're literally leading the charge on on devices and and uh, and algorithms to help scoop up anyone in China that disagrees with the Communist Party. It's, it's sickening, but yeah, we're all doing it. I agree. I agree with you. It's just really, it's you know, you've got to start somewhere. You've got to yes, start you do. somewhere. And for me, the Olympics this year is the place that I start. Good for you. Good for you. And you're exactly right. Thank you so much, Nicole, for your phone call. You're exactly right. You're not expected to do everything. You're really not. Just do something. Something. Let me go to Laurie in Oklahoma. Hello, Laurie. Hi, Glenn. Um, Yes. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, Sure. Glenn, you're the only one that offered uh, nationally a way for us to help those stranded in Afghanistan. I want to say thank you for that. I thank felt you. energized. I felt like there was a way, you know, to help in that mm-hmm. drastic situation. And I'm hoping that you can offer something here too. Um, I believe that we're being taxed without representation. Our taxes are supporting the CRT movement. Is there a way for the public to write a bill or or present it to the state legislation or maybe a petition or something. Yeah, to, you to know, it, I will tell you, in, in every state, there are anti-CRT people, and this has gained a lot of movement. Unless you're in a deep blue state, you're calling from Oklahoma, so you're fine. You can find the CRT movement 
I'm not the best guy to ask about this, but you can get onto your senators and, and uh, your legislators in your own state and pass bills. And that's exactly the kind of stuff, Laurie, that you should be doing. Thanks for your call. Let me go one more quick call. Um, in Idaho, it's, is it Lauren? It's Lorene. Lorene, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, hey, I just live down the street and around the corner and up the street from your farm. Um, oh, and that's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I drive by there and gawk, you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we received um, a flyer in the mail the other day, and mm-hmm. it's from a TB development company. It doesn't mm-hmm. really say where it's from or who it's from, except that. But it does say that they are willing to help with the manure removal to improve your carbon intensity score. Oh, my God. And it says it's backed by benevolent funders. Oh, how wonderful. Right? Um, what so is the name? Is, could, Stu, could you, you write cattle? this down? Uh, yeah, I, have, I do have cattle, and uh, we use the manure, um, but that's just me. So uh, hang on just a second. I, I, uh, uh, give me the name of this company again, and we'll look into it. You the letter and the and the flyer to somebody and your whoever. Okay, all right. So I'm going to put you back on. I'm going to put you back on hold uh, here in uh, just a minute. You just they'll they'll swap information, get it to one of our producers, but we'll look into it. Thank you for that tip. We're getting all kinds of tips, um, and uh, and we are using them and we are pursuing them. Uh, when we can, we give them to the right kind of people. Uh, I know that uh, I had some tips for uh, a state that will remain nameless of something that was going on that was happening. It seemed to be happening under the radar. Uh, and this whole community was talking about it. And somebody said we should call Glenn. And I got it. And I have passed it on to the legislators who said, wow. Somebody just brought this up to me in another county. Something's not right. And so they're looking at it. Um, I'm also in Idaho. Uh, Idaho has uh, asked some legislators to have me come up and uh, talk to um, some people up there in the state house about uh, ESG and the Great Reset. And I mean, I will talk to anyone um, these states have to, your legislatures have to be working on, on, on this. They must be working on this. I just got an email uh, just a few minutes ago. Let me see if I can find it. Yet another state is just adding their name saying, hey, just want to let you know that uh, we are, we're working on it as a state house as well. There are probably 14, 15 states that are now working diligently on an ESG uh, bill. I, I don't know where Florida is. Have you called Ron DeSantis' office and said, hey, Florida, where are you? Because Florida is becoming the financial center. Florida and Texas are kind of splitting that. New York is losing a lot of these big um, uh, financial firms and you've got to choke this off at the financial firms and the big banks and the big investment houses. So we need them to write legislation and pass legislation 
that will defund them and not allow them to do business in the state with ESG scores, because that's all political. And uh, it, it shouldn't happen in any of our states. We're not going to be able to cu- cut it off on the national level or the international level. You've got to take it out at its clay feet. More in a minute. Our sponsor this half hour uh, is, um, hang on just a second, Rough Greens. Uh, Rough Greens is so easy to talk about because Rough Greens is something that I witness every single day with my dog, Uno. Um, he races to the bowl now. That was that never happened. This is not a dog food. Whatever you're feeding your dog, especially if it's kibble, um, it's it's been cooked so much that it 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 can stay on the shelf for two to three years without going bad. That has to happen by law. So if you're feeding your dog kibble, there's nothing alive in it. There's nothing. They, they cook all of the things like probiotics right out of it. Well, you need pro- probiotics, and so does your dog. They need certain things that are all cooked out of kibble. And they also love it. At least my dog does, and I've heard from so many others. My dog is a really finicky eater. I mean, he is like, oh, do I have any grape upon? And I don't know where he got this snotty attitude because... You know, we feed him just dog food, but he turns his nose up at it all the time until we started feeding him uh, kibble and also on top of it, uh, the rough greens. Now he races to his bowl and it will help him live longer and a healthier life. At least that's our hope. We've seen a change in him in his health and his attitude uh, in almost every way. Rough Greens. They're so confident your dog is going to love it just as much as Uno that they have a special deal for you. Roughgreens.com slash back. They'll give you your first bag absolutely free. All you do is pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. We produce so much information, not only this show, but the blaze. And uh, I mean, I wish we could all take a couple of weeks and still go to work and everything else and produce, but we could stop so you could catch up on some of the stuff that we have talked about the problems that are happening right now that are being exposed today on shows that, you know, are two years old now. If you are a member of the Blaze, you are ahead of the curve. And we have to find ways to get your friends to catch up because it's moving quickly. Yeah, and you do see people really starting to uh, to speak up, I think. I think that's a real thing. We're seeing people getting more and more active. We're seeing people getting more and more engaged in this. And I think that is vitally important. If there's any chance to stop it, we have to have that. And we also have to, and I think this audience uh, has a responsibility to its uh, fellow citizens uh, to make sure that we are helping them direct themselves to the truth. Because the Great Reset in particular is built uh, on all sorts of different, uh, different approaches. And one of the things you find if you go online is you will find stuff that isn't true about the Great Reset. You will find yes. a lot of conspiracy stuff. That stuff is out there. So... And it's it's and, accessible and you know for 
Mm -hmm. I think part of it, Stu, may be intentional. If you remember, Cass Sunstein said, go out and and infiltrate and put conspiracy stuff out. I mean, that's part of a plan, I think, is to give misinformation. Yeah, and it's certainly being utilized. There's no doubt about that because they are able to say, well, this is a conspiracy theory. Here are examples of it. And those things that they use as examples are conspiracy theories. There is a lot of misinformation, if you would, around this topic. That's why I think the book is really important and this audience is really important because they've heard you talk about the things that are true about The Great Reset. And we got to make sure we enforce that to people who are just coming to the party. I've said this, uh, really, I think beginning right around uh, 9-11. I've had this feeling the whole time this audience is going to be responsible for turning the tide. Something this audience is going to do in a good way is going to turn the tide. This might be it. This is the Glenn Beck Program.